0: Hey, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Makeover class. I'm Annabelle Ingleton, and I'm a trauma informed mindset coach. And I help people heal their brain and body of trauma so they can create anything they want. Um, if you are new to the podcast episode, such a big welcome, um, or I should say to the podcast itself, welcome. And if not, if you're a, a, avid listener, welcome back. So today I am going to share some information about how trauma is stored in the body how it's created, what it does to the body, all the things. We're going to get really like neurosciency, but sometimes this information, um, well, a lot of the, actually a lot of trauma information is um, very, it's, it's all biological, it's all physical. So, and the body, you know, the study of the body is uh, a medical one. So that's where we're going to go today. So if you want to take notes, if you, um, really want to pay attention. There's going to be a lot of good stuff in this episode. So here we go. Important to have somewhat of a visual so that way you guys can understand it a little better. I give a lot of examples. So first off, I want to share that a lot of people think that trauma is just like a mindset. It's, a, it's a, um, a way that you think now because of something that happened in the past. And although it is a psychological issue, right? There's a lot of mental, um, thoughts that come along with it, a lot of emotions. And so we tend to think it's a, a mental health thing or a psychological thing. Trauma is actually not. It is created and physically um, yeah, initiated in a biological sense. It's what happens to your body, to your nervous system. So trauma is a biological event, not a psychological one. The effects of trauma end up being psychological, right? You have, you have the symptoms of trauma in your life. But initially it's a biological one. So um, if we understand that that it's a, a, a biological event, something that happens to your body, then it's easier to transform because uh, like I wrote a post I think on Instagram the other day and it was um, if you're, if you could be injured or wounded and healed, Your body can be healed from trauma as well. Because what trauma is, is actually a wound. It is like an actual, it's considered like an injury to your body, and your body can heal. It's amazing. So, I wanna start with that and explain that it is a physical, biological thing that happens to your nervous system, to your actual body, not a psychological one. Those are the symptoms of it, okay? So, I wanna paint a picture about uh, how it happens. And I'm going to give you some examples from my mentor, Peter Levine, who is one of the groundbreaking doctors in the field of trauma and trauma healing. Um, He's a creator of Somatic Experiencing, someone who I get a lot of my, if not most of my resources from. And I've taken a lot of his classes and I've learned from him. And I really do think that he's one of the best teachers out there. And I love how um, when he was first starting in this field, he was helping, um, people with PTSD. And back when he started, I think it was probably in the seventies or eighties. I want to say seventies probably cause he's, he's a lot older. He, it was thought back then that PTSD or trauma was not curable, that it was irreparable, that it wasn't something that could be healed. And so he would work with his clients and try to, you know, try to help. And he came up with so much of the groundbreaking, um, tools that us as healers or guides or coaches, trauma coaches use now. So, and it's because of this, that, um, that we're able to help so many people. Right. So what he found was he, he dug really deep and wanted to understand why, why trauma can happen, but it was back then thought to not be able to heal. So he started doing some groundwork and studying animals and, he looked at, you know, animals that are out in the wild, right, are subjected to so much trauma. They're always in fear of being eaten by other animals, right? And they are always running away from prey. Um, They are constantly um, subjected to it. And he he thought, how is it that they're okay and they can heal from their trauma if they're constantly being in placed in a traumatic event where they're, they're threatened, their life is actually threatened, right? Cause that's what trauma feels like to people. Um, and they're fine. So what he noticed is that when, a, let's say a polar bear, like I'll give this example, um, a polar bear who, uh, is out in the wild and is actually, I'm going to give the example of the possum. Cause I think this is a really good example, a possum with, that gets chased by, let's say a fox. Okay. A, a possum will get um, a fox will see it or whatever prey I, I think I want to say it's the fox right that is trying to chase it down and what the possum does is it, it freaks the F out okay because it goes into fight or flight because it says it knows it, it's a, it's in threat right it can be killed and so it goes into survival mode it has a survival response well possums what they did was they found that if they act dead play possum right we all know that saying that if they act dead, stay still, get immobilized, and just freeze, that the per- the animal that was trying to chase it just is like, oh, I didn't even get to kill it. I'm just gonna, I'm out. And then it, it will literally leave it alone. So, what possums did or do is they'll act like they're dead when they're in survival, right? When they're threatened, when they're in a traumatic state, and then it looks like they're just even they even drop like their heart, their pressure, their heartbeat. To really, really minimal, right? So the the animal, the other animal that's trying to eat it actually thinks it's dead, and but it's not, it's a, a true, true survival response. It just looks at like it is because it's it's freezing, right? The animal walks away. When the opossum knows that the prey is gone, it basically wakes up, looks around, and what you can see, um, if you were to watch a video about a opossum doing this, it will then like shake off the event like the 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 what just happened right because think about it it's in it's in survival response it played dead that was what that was what it had to do to survive and then what it does is it will like shake off all the the scariness of the event it physically will shake its body and then run around and kind of release the energy that was trapped or that happened or that wasn't expressed when it was in that survival response and he noted, Peter Levine noticed that a lot of animals do this. Dogs do this. You'll notice if a dog or a cat like falls, right? Like it's unexpectedly gets kicked or something happens, it will like shake it off, completely shake its body. And it basically what it's doing, what these animals are doing, they're so freaking smart. They release the trapped energy from that survival response and they move on and they're able to just be like, okay, that was cool. And then what happens later on during the day? Another prey comes around, tries to attack it, and it's not—it's not scared, right? It's not like, oh my God, now a fox tried to eat me. I'm gonna go hide in a hole because remember this morning? No, they have their bodies are so so smart. It knew the bodies knew that it had to get exposed, shake it off, release that trapped energy. Run. They either do it by running around. They shake their legs. They do something physically, right, biologically, in a very sem- in a somatic way, to release the trauma, and then they're back to life. And guess what happens again? The next day, if they're out in the wild. They're going to be subjected to a lot of trauma. If they could not do this, they let, let's say that let's say the possum got freaked out and it didn't express that energy and release it and shake it off and run around. It's now traumatized. It stays in a hole. And guess what's going to happen? The fox is gonna find it later that day, and it's it's dinner. And now that it's dead, right? It's purposefully, purposefully expressing that trapped survival response that didn't get used up during the during the threat. Releases it, runs around. The energy is gone, and now it moves on. And then the next day, it's out doing its thing. Oh shit! There's a fox. It's gonna kill me. Let me play possum. And so, and then it does it. And this, they live their life like this every single day. They're able to maintain a life out in the wild because of their ability to release the trapped trauma um, survival response, that energy, and then move on. I hope that makes sense. They are mammals. Animals are super, super smart. They're amazing that they can do things like this. So Peter Levine said, okay, if animals are doing this to relieve or to heal their trauma, why aren't humans doing this? Is this going to help humans? He started working with his clients, helping them work through traumatic memory. They, he ha, he did things to kind of put them in a state where they were kind of reliving it, but then they physically felt it and released it. And their clients were getting so much, his clients were getting so much success and healing from their trauma. It's, this is what happens with, with us now living with trauma. We didn't express the energy, right? Something happened in our childhood. Let's say a woman gets raped. Okay. That was a very traumatic event. She didn't get to fight back. She didn't say, you know, she didn't get to run away. She didn't get to beat him or do whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. She got raped. The experience of it was very traumatic for her body. She was now in a state of, let's say in the moment she was in fear, right? Or anger because she didn't express it the way she wanted to, to get away. And she was subjected to the rape. That energy is now trapped in her and she is now living, moves forward, living from that energetic state, that emotional state from now on. And that is now the filter that she sees the world through. She's probably someone with that, that's had an experience like that is now, everything just looks scary to her. You can imagine how if she sees a man walking down the street, she her nervous system will get activated because she thinks, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm in a threatened space. I don't feel safe. And she'll have that reaction just like almost the same one that she had when she was initially raped. This is what happens when we don't release the trauma. Trauma is emotions unexpressed, trapped in the body. It's, um, you have to express that survival response and fully get rid of that energy in order to not be traumatized. Think about, um a time when you have felt triggered because something that you were experiencing in the present moment felt like a previous traumatic event, right? I know for me, when I was married and my ex-husband would drink, he was doing nothing wrong. I knew in my mind that I was safe, excuse me, but my body reacted very, very differently. This is why when we talk about when people and mindset coaches, I hear people say, just think you're like, you're, you can be positive and you're going to feel fine. <clears throat> so sorry. I'm going to cut that out. Hopefully. <laughs> um, it doesn't work because the mind is one part that holds a memory and then your body holds a very different one, right? It feels very real to your body. It feels like it's in a, thre- a threatened state. Bessel van der Kolk wrote a book called the body keeps the score is very true the body is the one that knows or understands the trauma and feels it and expresses it in the present moment because it wasn't expressed in the past right so we must release the stored energy in order to heal animals do this because if they remain like i said before if they remain traumatized they will literally be lunch for another animal by the evening humans who are very much like animals we've lost the ability to do this because a lot of the times Also, we lose touch with our bodies and our feelings and expressions that are available to us because we've built up coping mechanisms now to survive through life. And so we sometimes, there's a lot of people, I have clients who like don't even really understand their feelings or aren't in touch with their body because they've disassociated in order to survive in this world. If they feel that feeling, it's going to, it's going to, it could kill them. That's what the body believes, right? It can kill them. It's going to... Threaten their survival. So they just numb the feeling. They'll either cope in a way that makes them feel good. They'll overeat, right? You can overeat. It gives you that dopamine hit. You'll drink alcohol or do substance abuse, have substance abuse issues because the alcohol or the drugs, again, numb or mute the feeling. This is what we do in life to cope. What helps is actually releasing the trauma somatically through our bodies it's just not wide, wide, widely known yet. I think trauma is a topic that is is spoken about a lot more, which is so amazing. So there's a lot more information out there. And this is why I'm so, so, so passionate about the work. But what's great is there's a lot of methods out there to release unexpressed energy through your body. One of the methods that I use with my clients is the subconscious healing modality called Psyche. This is what I work with on my, with my one-on-one clients. And there it's, it's a way to release the trapped energy in your bodies, really work through it, feel it in your body and release it. And it's an amazing, amazing modality. My clients get a lot of success from this, a lot of relief. Um, There's other tools like EMDR, there's meditation, deep meditation can even express it somatically, um, if you use your body, yoga, there's 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 kundalini yoga, which is a really great um, yoga practice that can get you in touch with your body as well. Um, that one I say do, if you were to use it, um, use it with a guide because you don't want to re-traumatize yourself. Um, and more on that later. I'll do another episode on that. So we, what's amazing is that we possess the same healing mechanisms that the, these animals have, Right. But somehow we've overridden them, the healing mechanisms, or forgotten about them or lost access to them. Again, because we numb, we end up, if we always numb our feelings with alcohol, for example, when we have to use them, when we have to use it again, um, when we have to like get in touch with our bodies, it's it may be hard to because you've been numbing them so much that you've lost access to your body and understanding when you're triggered or heightened or In a nervous state okay Um, when we lose connection to our bodies this can make healing a little more difficult if you work with someone who can help you get back into connection with your body then you can heal healing trauma is an embodiment it's a physical action you have to involve your body in order to heal there's a lot of stuff that I teach my clients that's education right there's a lot of learning that happens but most of the work that we do, and I, and honestly, I do believe knowledge is probably half of the healing. The rest is all physical. You have to heal the body for um, first, and then the education just layers on top, and it's just it's that much more powerful. But healing is really done in the body. Remember, in trauma, if we dissociate from our body, if we disconnect, if we lose the connection to our body. Uh, we can lose the connection to our healing loss of connection to the body is a loss of instinct or like losing your ability to listen to your intuition I hear a lot of clients talk to me and and say I feel like I can't trust myself I don't know whether to say yes or say no if we don't have a way to get back to our instinct or our intuition it's going to be really hard to heal right um, what happens is we end up continuing the dissociation or the disconnection from our bodies, so we continue to stay in that traumatized and energized space, that state of trauma, and we're not able to release it. Um, knowledge is half the power; somatic work, releasing the trauma, is the other part. Um, there's, I know we've I've talked a lot about trauma responses and trauma symptoms. Um, think about a Vietnam vet and they're walking down the street and they jump when they hear an engine pop, right? When it backfires, um, consider someone who was, um, held against their will, like maybe like a terrorist and they were like confined to a room and kept prisoner, a prisoners of war or something like that. And they break into a set, a sweat when they're in an elevator in a confined space, these are trauma responses, yeah? Think of the Vietnam vet, right? Again, when they, they have a startle, like a, a hypervigilant startle response when an, when an engine pops and the survivor of a prisoner of war, someone who was held hostage, gets triggered when they're in, in a small space with a lot of people or a small space that reminds them of when they were trapped initially, yeah? So these are some responses that you can, that makes sense, I think, when you picture those um, they ha- didn't release the energy and now they're always in that state. If something happens that looks, smells, tastes, or feels like the previous event, their startle response, their survival response gets, k- kicks in and that's where they're working from. I hope this information helped you guys. Um, I think there's so many ways to explain trauma. There's so many definitions of trauma. I believe that trauma is an event or, something that happened, right, that caused you, caused a person to feel confined or not able to express that survival response, and it is now continuing to live from that emotional or energetic state, and it's affecting their life in many ways, whether it's physically, you know, money-wise, relationship-wise, there's so many ways that it can affect you, but that's how trauma is stored and the way it's healed, like I said, is somatically. You have to work with the body in order to release it. I haven't, I think there's an episode that I have, if you look through my podcasts, um, it, that is methods to heal trauma. And I think I was very detailed in it. Um, you listen to that episode so you can get more information on how. And these are, again, these are the processes that I take my clients through with my one on one coaching. If you're listening to this in the present, this is. March 30th, 2021. Um, I am actually taking new clients. I'm not taking any new clients until June of this year, June 2021. If you are interested in working with me, I highly, highly recommend that you um, join my waitlist. I will put the link in the show notes so that when my availability opens up again, if you're on the waitlist, you're going to have first dibs. To work with me. So I encourage you highly to to do that if you're interested in working with me. Um, It's an amazing program that I take my clients through. We uncover your root cause traumas. We deconstruct them to understand how they're affecting your life, both emotionally, behavior-wise, the limiting beliefs that they've created. We um, heal your trauma um, through modalities that I help my clients with somatically, right? Like I mentioned before, you learn emotional regulation, you learn your attachment style. Um, you, I teach you how to have secure attachment, how to be very happily, happy, uh, have happy attachments with people and your relationships will thrive. I take a trauma-informed approach to goal setting and a trauma-informed approach to goal manifesting and creation. So that's everything that I cover with my clients. It's very, It's a very holistic yet actionable approach that I take. I have very, very happy and successful clients. They feel very empowered when they're done doing the work. So if you're interested in that, definitely click the link in my profile um, on Instagram if you follow me there, or you can click the link in the show notes so that you can sign up for the waitlist. I'm also going to be releasing Trauma to Triumph, which is my new group coaching program. It's an amazing container that I will be hosting um, with clients. It's an, I believe it's going to be either an eight to 10 week process, and I will be talking about that more in the upcoming episodes and I'll give you guys all the information on that. There's also a wait list for that and I will put the link in that uh, for that in the show notes as well. Hope this information helped guys. I will talk to you next week. Good one.